You're listening to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. Welcome back to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. Uh, as always, I'm here with uh, Timothy Meyer. I'm uh, <clears throat> Dr. Lucan. And uh, today, you know, Tim and I wanted to discuss why and how do people end up in therapy and what exactly are they looking for? Because obviously you could just take a look at the presenting problem, meaning like, is it anxiety? Is it depression? Is it relationship issues? But uh, <clears throat> Tim and I off sort of off the podcast, what we're talking about and just noticing an interesting trend. And we thought it might be an interesting conversation between Tim and I, and hopefully you guys get to uh, listen in and um, you know, see if you guys relate to this. And if so, well, as always, feel free to reach out to us through our social media channels. So Tim, as you, know, as you and I started this conversation before jumping on the podcast, what is your thought? What's your general view of some of the clients and patients that are coming in? What is it that they were looking for, are looking for, and what do you anticipate you know, how our field would transition in, in, the, you know, in the near future? Yeah. So I, I think, I think for the most part, people are coming in because they, they have an issue or difficulty or problem. Um, but, but, but also, I don't know, I would say maybe it's like a 75, 25% split. Some people, they, they come in and, and there might be a, like a, a, a slight difficulty if, if you will, but, but I get, I get a lot of hearing like, like, I'm, I just want to learn how to be my best self. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like maybe I could feel a little down or a little anxious sometimes, or maybe I'm not the best husband or father in the world. And I just want to come to you so I can be, so I can be better. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's sort of interesting to, to kind of like take it that way because I'm, I'm kind of programmed in the way of like, like understand the pathology, right? right? Like, like suss it out, get, you know, get to it, treat it, all that sort of stuff, like get a person to a functional level. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of times people come in at a, a really highly functional level, but, th- but they just want to be a little bit quote unquote, better. They want right. to be the, 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 their best selves. Um, and so, and so really, I think it's been a little bit more of a trend recently. Um, and it's just, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. It wasn't exactly something that I would, that I thought I'd be working with, like when I was in graduate school. Right, 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 right. right. No, I, I, uh, I, I definitely, definitely hear that. Do you find that, let me ask you a question, because uh, now that we're talking about it, one thing, one thought that comes to mind, I, first of all, I definitely agree with you that there's like almost like two camps. Sometimes they, uh, <clears throat> there's an overlap between, but sometimes there isn't that people come in with specific pathology that they want to address. And some people just want to, uh, just this general improvement of their lifestyle kind of thing. One thing, not to kind of digress a little bit off, off our topic, but I have noticed sometimes people say like, I'm here just to improve myself. And like two, three sessions in, they say like, well, actually like there's stuff in my past that I really want to address. And also when they say like, I'm very high functioning, then, then to me, sometimes it's like a yellow flag is it really that or is it there's something else deeper? So I just don't mean to throw a wrench into our conversation, but I, you know, just wanted to bring up that to you know, people's attention that that sometimes also happens. Regardless, the point is that when we do see individuals that are coming in with like general malaise and uh, just searching for improvement and best version of themselves, I, I do wonder, do you find that people have tried other things? 
and then come to therapy because you can imagine, I mean, to your point, I've also been trained very much in a clinical sense, a diagnosis, you, <clears throat> you know, psychopathology, your treatment options, maybe a genesis of the issue uh, or etiology of the concern or what, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, right? And then you resolve it, quote unquote, and then as you and I were joking, like, and the, 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 the client is back to their miserable self. <laughs> uh, you know, which is like non-functionally interfering or less functionally interfering. Basically, sure. they could work, they could get get along with people, et cetera, et cetera. And also, you know, some level of minimal distress, right? So that's kind of where we, we try to get people. When people come in with that sort of presenting uh, interest, I should say, I don't even want to use the word concern, but this mm -hmm. interest of improvement, do you find that they've tried other venues, uh, other options? Because if you think about it, psychotherapy from a clinician is, is really oftentimes, you know, just even from personal thought, like it's not the first person you think about, about self-development. You're thinking about a coach, you're thinking about spirituality, thinking about self-development, you're thinking about maybe religion or, you know, whatever. There's so many things out there now, you know, therapy comes to mind as potentially an option, but in my mind, at least not the first one. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. find that to be the case? Like, oh, I tried mindfulness. I've tried some Eastern thought. I've tried self-development. I've read all these books by X, Y, and Z gurus. Yep. Do you find that? Or, or do you find that you kind of, you are the first line where people say, well, I always thought about working on myself. It's always therapy. So I'm here. Yeah. Mo most I, I, I hear, you know, so, sometimes people, they, they might get like, like a career coach or, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or, or, or a quote unquote life coach, or um, they'll say like, Oh, I looked into this book or that book, or like this, this bestseller on how to, you know, um, do, do, do this or that, or that or the other thing. Um, so, so I do think that people do sort of quote unquote try things mm -hmm. before, um, which I think is good. Right. right? You know, um, kind of like going back to what, what I ranted about last week of like, well, you know, try. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, so I do think that. I wonder if of, we talked people out of therapy with our last podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was reflecting back on it. Like, yeah. Oh man, I was, <laughs> I off there. Um, but, um, Long story short, yes, I do think people try things sort of beforehand, and then they, mm -hmm. and then they kind of end up over here. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I I guess I was thinking about it like, like as as you're talking. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, like, <laughs> oh, that's like, that's a good point. I, you know, I, on one hand, I I really do. I mean, I I I I like how people, you know, they they, they say I want to be my best self, like like I want to be the best husband, the best father. I do like it, but also on the other hand, I'm thinking, I don't know, like that kind of doesn't jive as well as I thought it would with me because it's sort of like, I don't know, like, like I'm always kind of thinking about like addressing the issue, addressing mm -hmm. the problem and if, mm -hmm. it's like, if there's no issue. So, so on one hand, um, I do like that sort of work and I, and I value it. And on mm -hmm. the other hand, I don't know, like, I, I have like a weird question mark in my mind. I hear you. I, I mean, and I think, <clears throat> I think that makes a lot of sense what, what you're saying. Uh, you know, I could definitely echo that. What I have found for myself is that uh, I, you know, was also maybe exploring kind of self-development issues on my own for, I don't know, close to 20 years or so. I, I Now, since I'm trying to, in a way, integrate 
the two elements. I actually very much enjoy when an individual comes in with, you know, some partial functional interference, let's say maybe not the best relationship or whatever the case may be, but it's really looking, you know, to, to develop on all fronts that can kind of transcend just being miserably okay. And to like really be optimal Mm -hmm. who they are. I personally love that type of client because they, they start maybe a little lower than, you know, let's, let's call it our definition of miserably. Okay. As most people walk around, right. But then through our work can kind of move past just that point and go into like optimal self, or at least looking towards optimal self like Mm -hmm. that, you know, and a lot of people, you know, I'm going to make, you know, have a confession here in a way that a lot of the clients I work with or worked with do often say like, oh, like your approach is really more like a combination of coaching and therapy, Mm -hmm. which is, which is, um, you know, which is true. (laughs) <laughs> which is which is which is in a way very true even with couples as, as some of the listeners may know work with extensively with couples and men yeah i could totally relate to that i and i could i even take it as a compliment because i do want people to come in at any level whether a- actively with suicidal ideation or be just kind of like improving themselves and trying to get them past the miserable okay it's a conversation that i remember i had a long time ago with a colleague that you know noticed kind of the same trend people are coming in now to therapy not just to get back from like severe psychopathology into being miserably okay but they're really looking to improve past it and become their optimal selves and uh, i think at least my position would be, you know, potentially let's, let's, let's see if we can embrace this because people can do mindfulness and people can read and people can do this. But I I still don't think there's anything better than having a trained clinician who understands how people work Mm -hmm. on your side, on a consistent basis, who is going to push you in any direction that you'd like to go. I just don't think, I don't know if there's any better option out there. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's certainly not a, uh, it's certainly not a bad idea, right? To, to, to have, you know, a, a person like that in your corner that you work with. Um, and as, as, the, as some of these folks who, who come in and they say, I really want to be my best self. Like usually they're, they're more so of the, the, the motivated type. Um, and they can really a, achieve like a whole lot with a little bit of guidance from, from right. us. And so, um, kind of similar to, to what you were saying, um, a lot of times I'll, um, <laughs> it's funny, you know, so, so, a lot of times people will come in with like, you know, like pretty severe pathology, again, one way or another, like, like really down and depressed mm-hmm. or suicidal or very anxious or like has, has a really hard time with their OCD or something. And then they sort of like get, get to a point where they're like really functional and all that sort of stuff. And then, and then like, conversations change and they shift and it's, and it's more so, you know, the, the person's like, Oh, well, like, what about this? And what about that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, um, it's kind of neat to have that, uh, trajectory kind of like from like, right. like pathology to okay. And then from okay to great. Right. Uh, I, I, I really do like that, that trajectory. Um, and I think because they sort of bought into the process, they, they've gotten so well, they sort of think to, to themselves like, well, let's keep going with this because right. sky's the limit kind of mentality, which, and, and I really, really like that. Yeah. That's, um, you know, one thing that, that comes to mind when I hear you talk about this trajectory progression, however you want to look at it. I know I find myself sometimes being in the situation where a client comes in, maybe having some 
you know, moderate to severe interference to, to some degree with a personal distress or not doing well in life in general. And then they get to being miserably okay. And they kind of like, it almost feels like have like a mental pause, like, okay, I got to this point. Let's kind of finish up for now. Let me see how I do. And then they could return, be it six months. I've had people return after five years and kind of not necessarily because they went all the way back, but because they want to come back and improve. So I guess my point is it's, it's almost like a staggered approach sometimes and not necessarily just a, a smooth continuation from not doing well to like all of a sudden people walk, walk out of our, you know, at the end of, <clears throat> of treatment, like being completely optimal selves, right? I, I've noticed that there's this staggered thing. They get to a point, they stop, they see how they do, they come back, they go a little further and so on and so forth. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, it's, it's interesting to, to think about it this way, but the, um, <clears throat> the the techniques and and the skills and the work that we do you know as, as i'm thinking about it it's really it's really fantastic for, for for both it's 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 really fantastic for you know um treating pathology but also you know like living our best lives you know um as people sort of like end treatment um you know i i do have like like a well the entire termination phase, but, you know, in that termination phase of, of ending, you know, I, I really encourage people. I say, I say, don't, don't, don't stop with this, right? Not, not only to maintain the gains, but like take what you've learned, take, take the theory, take the idea, take, take everything that you've gone through and, and keep making steps with it on your own. So that way you can kind of get yourself to mm -hmm. the, the best possible spot, right? Like, like even when it comes to, I don't know, like challenging beliefs or exposures or you name it. Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm saying is like, if anyone out there is, 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 is listening to this and maybe has been in therapy or is in therapy, maybe ending, you know, take what you've learned and, and run with it. Right. If it's gotten you from zero to five, I'm willing to bet that that could get you the same thing could get you from five to nine. Right. Or, or maybe 10, but <laughs> Not ten, but um, and and I think that there's so much power there. You know what I mean? I do, I do, I do. I mean, I always try to urge. Most people say no, but I always urge for people to kind of write some of the things down that they mm -hmm. that they've learned and some some you know doing this for a while now. I have noticed that it's really like two or three things. If people can take away two or three things that they know that work and they can write it down and write down the description of how they're feeling when they're doing it in treatment and maybe relatively soon thereafter, it really can carry people a really long way. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's, it's not all that complicated. Just like, just take it and, and run with it. Right. Um, and so I guess that, that's kind of like I listen. I I say it to all my clients, like, hmm. like take take it and run with it. But but I guess I, I I want to say it to everyone, right? Like, you know, all the work that you're doing, it's it's a gift. It it helps utilize it to 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 allow yourself to be your best self. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I absolutely agree with you. And now now that we're talking more about it. For any of you listeners out there that are, you know, considering therapy or potentially thinking of other self-development tools, I what I always present to some of the clients is that if you distill some of the self-development techniques that are out there, there, there's a there's like a clinical explanation to it, and I don't want to simplify too much or give clinical science or psychological science too much credit, but in a way I do. Like a mm -hmm. lot of the things that if you read, that's a little fluff, if you will. 
and you know a lot about self-development and meditation things like that you, you could you could boil it down to some like clinical research and clinical science so i i always try to consider myself as a person that can take that information because i've been kind of swimming in that world for a while and and translate it into clinical science which people can hopefully relate to because there's some science and research behind it so s- sometimes i find that to be a very useful tool because they take something fluffy that's hard to put into practice because it's kind of fluffy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, nebulous. <laughs> let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's be a little bit more direct here. Um, and just put it into something that people, either uh, researchers have already studied and just translate it to a point where here's how we see it as clinicians. And oftentimes when a person can't see that bridge between the, these two ideas and put it into practice, they do really well. Yeah. And I, I, I love it when people sort of like bring in like, like a book or something that they heard and then they tell me about it and I say, Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm like, do you know what that actually is? And then, and then they say, what? I was like, basically it's this concept right here that we've spoken about three times, but, but it's just kind of like, (laughs) but, but, but at its core, that is, you know, mindfulness or, or, or whatever it is. So, so I, I actually love those and I love it when people um, bring that stuff in and I can connect the dots for them or if they connect the, the dots themselves, it's like, I love that. Right. Yeah. That, that um, is, that is awesome. That is awesome. One common example, I work with people with, with substances from time to time and uh, you know, they, they bring in the, the AA uh, serenity prayer. Right. Yeah. I love when people do that because like it, <clears throat> just a shout out to one of my uh <clears throat> supervisors from the past and probably well known to some Dr. Robert Leahy wrote a book on basically that talks about productive versus unproductive uh, anxiety. So every time a person goes, oh, I live by the serenity prayer, I literally suggest for that client to pick up this book written by Dr. Leahy, because in my mind, it literally takes the serenity prayer and breaks it down so you can actually put it into place on a daily basis. And I love when people look back and say, oh, wow, that does give like practical ways of how to actually embody the serenity prayer. Talk, Talk about, I love when that happens. Yeah. Connecting those dots and, 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 and having it all make sense. People get it and then they could take it and they could use it. It, it really is the best. So I guess, if, I guess if I'm, if I'm going to put a, um, a summary on this conversation, sort of, I, I, I guess I would say um, it's okay to come to therapy if you just kind of want to work on being your best self. I guess we don't have to be completely uh, in the throes of pathology to come to therapy. Um, although, I still don't know how I feel internally about it, but that could be my own thing. I don't have to talk about that on a podcast. Um, <laughs> and um, as people, in, if, if you're in therapy or you're thinking about therapy or you were in therapy or anything like that, kind of the idea is like, yeah, the techniques probably got you to a good spot. Keep using them to get you to a great spot. Right, right. Agreed. And and a, a little plug for psychology science, when you're out there, maybe not doing therapy or were in therapy and now moved on to something else, like another self-development technique or another self-development field, if you will, just try to connect it. Because to me, like once we could find kind of almost like a unified approach that kind of transcends some of the things people try, there's a, there's a level of groundedness that I think that could help people. And just a kind of like a, a request or a call for people out there, try to connect the dots, try to see if, if there is something that permeates all of it so that you could only do one or two or three things across many things. Because, you know, again, just a word of caution, you also don't want to get lost in doing a gazillion different things and then try for a couple of years drop. 
try a couple of years, you don't even have you know, significant progress. So the more you can create this unified field in terms of what helps, I think a person can go further. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> and I think that's about it for us for today. So I just want to say thank you for everyone for tuning in. As always, we are the last session of the day with the site guys. Find us on our socials, email, reach out to us, all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. As always, we hope that you enjoyed the show and please make sure to subscribe. We love to interact with our listeners. If you have something you'd like to comment on, ask us about, or hope to hear on the show, please message us on Facebook or Twitter at last session of the day with the site guys, or send us an email at last session OTD at lukeandcenter.com. Hope to hear from you soon and tune in next week for another engaging episode. This has been the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. See you next time.